I think at this point in my life, one of the things that I learned is that change was going to be a constant. I know for a lot of people, they struggle with change. And for me, I think I was pretty much the same way. I, I struggled with change too. But change does come. It happens, and it's just part of life. I think the good thing about it is that when you go through any kind of an event or any kind of a change, you do learn from it and move forward. And so I think it's good. It's just, it's just different. So now losing my first real friend to the AIDS epidemic, I was pretty shattered and I didn't even know if I wanted to stay in Colorado Springs. I was so scared. I was scared that I was going to lose more friends. I was scared that I might die. I was scared for a lot of reasons. And while all this is going on, I really shielded my family from it. I didn't talk to them very much about it. And I, you know, I think about that now and I don't really know why, because I adore my mom. Obviously I talk to her every day still, and I'm, you know, very close to my older brother. I can talk to him about anything. And at that point in my life I had, um, you know, as far as my little brother and my dad goes, I wasn't at that point in my life. I wasn't as close to them and don't get me wrong. I love both of them dearly. I just wasn't as close, but I kind of shielded my mom and my brother from this I think that it was because it was so hard and I wasn't sure if they would understand I wasn't sure if they would I don't I just wasn't sure so I didn't say much about it but one thing that happened was I realized that as far as change goes I was gonna have to somehow jump start my career because I'd left behind a career I'd had for years and now I knew I had to find something. I just couldn't find anything. It was so hard. And I don't even know if it was the economy. I think it's just that my skill set didn't really fit into anything. And I was still with Jeff at this point, uh, which was fine. We It was not a perfect relationship. There was a lot of, uh, I had a lot of issues still to, to deal with in my life. And he was always very nice to me, so I can't complain. Uh, but at this point I started to look for another job and one of the things that came up was an opportunity to go to Portland, Oregon and work at a racetrack. It's kind of ironic. I left that business behind, but at this point I needed money and, you know, I had always learned how to survive. And one of the things I realized at this point was I'm like, I'm going to have to, you know, I'm going to have to make money. So this is an appointed job. You're appointed by the state as a racing secretary assistant. And I thought about taking it. It would it would mean that I would have to move to Portland for eight months, which my mom and my stepdad had already lived there for a while working for Nike. And I love Portland. So I thought this could be a good idea. And so I decided to take the job. And I left... I believe in January and uh, I drove through a blizzard in Colorado, went off the road once, got helped out by a truck driver, drove all the way to Portland. It's not like I hadn't driven before. I mean, I had driven all over the country at this point in my life and I thought this could be cool. I talked to Jeff about it. He agreed that it would be okay and I would 
have him come up and see me. I'd come see him on weekends. So it was pretty cool. I stayed with the racing secretary uh, until I got my own place. And it was a really cool job, uh, kind of an elevated job within the industry. Um, I still did some work with adoptions for greyhounds at the time, which was going great. And I kind of was discovering who I was. And it was also great to see my mom. But, you know, it's, a, it's one of those things I talked about this before. It's exciting and terrifying at the same time because I didn't really, I mean, except, you know, I knew my, obviously my mom, my mom, my stepdad were there. My friend Neil, I knew a few other people in racing, but really I, I basically knew three people. And so that would start kind of a different life for me. I remember going out in Portland, walking into this bar called the Grotto. It was kind of this dark bar. There was cockroaches on the walls, great music. And it was really cool because I remember at the time Madonna had Vogue out then and that was like the big dance song and just kind of walking into the bar by myself seeing people dance it was this really cool feeling and I did quickly meet people and develop friendships there although like it had been in most of my life with people I met on the road I knew it would be short-lived I knew that I may not see those people again but I still enjoy meeting them and getting to know them I like the adventure and meeting different people from different you know places so that worked for a while in Portland. It was a great job. And on my next one, I'm going to talk about a few things that happened in Portland that were kind of crazy. Portland, Oregon, for anyone that doesn't know or hasn't been there or lived there, is this really cool town. It's laid, super laid back, very chill, uh, you know, very liberal, kind of easygoing city. And it's also incredibly beautiful. I moved there from Colorado, another gorgeous state. And at first I thought, it was so cool because it, you know, I moved there like in January, February, something like that. And so when I first moved there, it was always kind of rainy and foggy or cloudy. You know, every once in a while the sun would come out. And at first I thought it was really cool, but it took me a while to adjust. I'd come from Colorado where we have 300 plus days of sun, it's dry, to this completely different environment. It reminded me a little bit of New England in a way but not as cold so that alone was was kind of tough to get used to but the whole experience for me was pretty cool if you've ever moved someplace where you don't know a ton of people which i had done a lot in life it's cool to uh kind of be out there on your own it's a combination of you know meeting new people finding out kind of where you're at and for me i was still finding out where i was at I was still pretty new at being, you know, coming out and being openly gay. So that part of it was, was interesting. My job went really well at the racetrack. We had one controversy where, so my friend Neil, uh, he was the racing secretary. I was the assistant. We also owned some greyhounds together, but they didn't, they, 
you know, the, the law is that if you're an official at a racetrack, you can't own uh, greyhounds that are racing at this racetrack. It's just, it's illegal. It's conflict of interest. So he had this crazy girlfriend that he had broken up with and she was nuts. She stalked him, all kinds of stuff. Well, she went, so we own these dogs together. These dogs raced in, in uh, Colorado. They didn't run. In Colorado and Florida, they didn't race in, in Oregon, but she went to the racing commission and told them that we had these dogs there and they were running, but under an alias or something, none of this is true. And so the racing commission wouldn't listen to her cause she was kind of crazy. <laughs> and so when she didn't get her way with them, she went to the local newspaper, which was the Oregonian and told them. And so they followed up with the racing commission. And of course, um, yeah, the racing, racing commission said they'd look into it. In the meantime, they reported this in the Oregonia. So <laughs> we weren't under investigation, but they were going to look at it. But the way the paper ran it, ran the story was that we were under investigation, even though we were not. So it was kind of a nightmare and you know the the racetrack was upset the state was upset i was horrified that if my mom and bill were going to find out about it in oregon or anybody i knew luckily the uh, racing commission looked at it and there was just nothing it was a complete fabrication so it was a lie and you know they never did anything with it but man it was scary and it's just another kind of crazy experience that i've had in my life uh, and lucky to have lived through it. But my life in Portland kind of continued. I'd go back and forth from Portland to Colorado Springs to see my boyfriend. And I, I did meet some really cool people in Portland. Uh, again, part of life being part of my life being on the road is that you meet a lot of people and then, you know, you, you kind of lose touch with them. Not everybody, but some people at the end of the, uh, my time there, I decided it was time to go back to Colorado Springs and start to look for another job again. These appointments are great, but they only last for as long as the uh, racing dates last. And so I once again find myself without a job, another change, and I'd have to go back to uh, Colorado, which I was, you know, I'd missed my friends. Um, I would see them when I went home, but, uh, not that much. And these are people I really had started to get to know and really liked. So I was ready to go back to Colorado. I packed up everything and drove that long ass drive back to Denver. And then when I got back to Colorado Springs, I set out to find a new job again. And this would prove difficult and eventually lead me to move to Denver. And so that's going to be my next episode. <laughs>